This is the Big Church Podcast. Go ahead and have a seat. How many of you guys love Christmas? Love the Christmas season. Yeah, I remember when I was in high school, I loved the Christmas season. And um, this is it. It, it. This isn't in my notes, so y'all get a freebie today. <laughs> I loved it so much. In my senior year, I was trying to be professional. So I made this commitment that I was going to wear a dress or a skirt every day when I'm a senior in high school. Weird. Anyway, my senior pictures were taken at the mall with all the Christmas stuff. That's how much I love Christmas. And it used to be about the lights and the Christmas trees and all of that. But then I had an encounter with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And now all that other stuff can go by the wayside. I'm here for King Jesus. We're going to begin with scripture right off the top of the sermon and We're going to start in Luke 1, and I'm going to be reading 26 through 35 and then verse 38. It says, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent an angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin, say virgin, named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph. Say engaged not married. Okay. Um, And Joseph was a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, but how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy and he will be called the Son of God. And Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And the angel left her. I'm going to preach a message today called Unexpected, but Not Surprised. Let us pray. Father, we come to you today. God, we know that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords, and and you are sovereign, and you're faithful. You were faithful then. You're faithful now. And Lord, today we just ask that you help us to get revelation, to be better people for you and your kingdom. We love you today. Bless this word. Hide, let every word that I say be your words and hide me behind the cross so that you get all the glory today. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, so when we were praying about our theme for Christmas this year, we heard unexpected. We were like, that has to be it because 
Can you describe 2020 any differently than unexpected? We were like, yeah, God, we hear you. We know that's what it needs to be. So can you all agree that 2020 is unexpected? Honestly, how could any of us ever expected anything that we've gone through since March? You know, this morning, the Lord gave me, reminded me that my word of 2020 was release. And the thing that I'm going to be releasing is this year. (laughs) Uh, But so much was unexpected. But can I assure you of something this morning? Nothing has been unexpected to God. Nothing has caught him by surprise. God is not in heaven scratching his head and, and, and going, what in the world is going on? He knows exactly what is going on. But here's what I do believe. He is in heaven and he's waiting for his church, his people to step up and step into their purpose. It is no accident that you and I were born in this generation. It was no accident. God believed in you, and he trusted you, and he's looking at you to fulfill your purpose. He believed in Mary, and that's why he chose her. So don't you think that we're all in good company today? It was all on purpose for a purpose, for such a time as this. Unexpected, but not surprised. I'm here to encourage you today and build your faith that you don't want to give up no matter what it looks like. You may be out there a little confused, um, a little bit in struggle mode, and you might be about ready to give up. But I'm going to encourage you today to hold on. It looked like everything was unexpected to Mary, but let me show you it was not a surprise to God. Listen to Matthew 1, 22 and 23. It says, all of this occurred to fulfill the Lord's message through his prophet. Look. The virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. God is with us in 2020. You see, Isaiah prophesied this 700 years before. In Isaiah 714, I'm going to prove it to you. It says, all right then, the Lord himself will give you the sign. Look, The virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Mary was an unexpected person. Imagine with me for a moment. You're 12 or 13 years old. You're a virgin, engaged, but not married yet, and you become pregnant. (gasps) The scandal, right? The scandal. But you're, you become pregnant with the Savior of the world. How unexpected is that? I'm sure she, Joseph, and the rest of the community were caught off guard a little bit. Is this really happening? This 12-year-old girl, this 13-year-old girl is a virgin, and she's pregnant, and she's going to give birth to the Savior of the world for all time? Really? But I want to let you know, 
she was given a purpose. And you may be feeling like the least likely to ever be used by God or chosen by God. But can I tell you, you were given a purpose too. And it may not be to birth the Savior of the world, but he did create you and choose you to birth something for this world. Purpose. The reason for which something is created, the reason for which something exists. You guys, your purpose, it's bigger than you. It's bigger than your own desires. It's bigger than you can even think or imagine is what the word says. It's always for the greater good. It, your purpose is not just going to serve you and your family. It's going to make a difference everywhere you go. It was also an unexpected time. Luke 2 Verse 8, it says, That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them, and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. It lit up the sky, you guys, and they were terrified. But the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good, noi good news that will bring great joy to all people. See, it was in an unexpected time out in the middle of the fields. We never know when God is going to show up. Can I give you my testimony? I wish, uh, uh, I wish uh, Jake was up here singing behind me my testimony. God really showed up at an unexpected time in my life, and it changed the trajectory of my whole entire life. I was a mess. I was a real mess. But I loved the Lord with all my heart. I just didn't follow him with my actions all the time. And I continued to go to church even though I was a mess. Even though I wasn't following him, I suited up, I showed up because I was waiting for the moment that God was going to bring breakthrough to my life. My parents had taught me, I, Dad, I know you're watching, but my mom and dad taught me when I was growing up and, and my brother and my sister that we go to church every Sunday. Oh, we're going on vacation. You're going to church. And I was like, oh, this is so stupid. Why do we have to go on vacation? Can't we have a vacation from church? But can I tell you, it has served me well in my unexpected times because I learned to discipline. So thank you, Dad. Thank you, Mom. My life had fallen apart. I'd found out that my husband had cheated on me. And... um. I had to drive two and a half hours home so that I could confront. And what I found is I was just so numb. I was in so much pain. And what that led to after the confrontation is every morning I would wake up and I would begin to drink alcohol to numb the pain. Every day. There wasn't a day that went by because I was so broken. I was feeling like, I'm not good enough. Here I am again, single again, single mom again. What is wrong with me that I can't get it right? 
So I showed up one Sunday morning out of discipline because I certainly didn't want to be there. And in worship, at my most broken time, God spoke words to me that changed my life forever. He said, I will be your husband. I will be your kid's dad. I will be your provider. I will be everything you need. And those were his exact words in that exact order. It was a turning point in my life. I will never be the same. They were simple words, but they gave me hope. And that day, for the first time in my whole life, I surrendered my whole life to Jesus. I got saved when I was 10 or 12 years old. I don't even remember. That's how impactful it was. Um, I was following my friends. Everybody's getting saved. Everybody's getting baptized. I'm going to get baptized. (laughs) That's, yeah, that's, anyway. (laughs) Um, But can I tell you, that day I surrendered my life completely. And just two weeks prior, I had blacked my ex-husband's eye with an open hand. And what the devil did to me in that moment was, are you really worthy to have mercy and grace from the King of kings and the Lord of lords? And I began to doubt that Jesus' blood covered even that. So right here, right now, could be your unexpected time because God encountered me at a very unexpected time. I believe God loves to show up when there's chaos and resistance happening everywhere you turn. 2020 is the year he wants to show up. And there are three things we can learn from the unexpected person at the unexpected time. Mary taught us, number one, how to be obedient. Matthew 1, 38, Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you said about me come true. And then the angel left her. We've got to learn to say yes to God, period. That's obedience. It didn't matter what the circumstances were or what others would think about her. She just said yes. But can I warn you and caution you a little bit? Make sure it's God. There's a lot of good things of God, but it's still not God. That's why you must be in prayer. It's why you must be in the word. You need confirmation before you jump out and say, God told me. Oh, no. His word is clear how we hear from him. That's a whole nother message for a whole nother day, and we'll get to that maybe in the future. Uh, but you can take those words to the bank that it must be God, and we've got to learn obedience. Number two, she taught us a great attitude. She said, again, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you said about me come true. Mary did not give all the excuses why she couldn't be chosen. She didn't care what other people thought. Come on, people. 
Too many of us, are, we're afraid to step out on what God has told us to do because we're so concerned what the, somebody from our past is going to say, what our family's going to say. Well, my best friend, she, well, I used to club with her. What if I step out and say that I'm, go, I'm going to live my life for Jesus? Who cares? She didn't care. She did not care that people were probably whispering and saying, that little 12-year-old, she got knocked up. She did not care about any of that. And the last thing, she did not complain. Oh, this one right here is a word for us in 2020. Which, no excuses. She didn't complain. And she didn't care what others thought. Come on. Mary was an unmarried pregnant virgin. She was riding a donkey 80 miles to give birth. You know, ladies, what I'm talking about. Bouncy, bouncy on your bladder. There was no room for them at the end. And she had just agreed to take on the biggest responsibility ever. She agreed to raise Jesus, God's son. Talk about a great attitude. You see, when you have a purpose, the unexpected doesn't get you as worked up. So I want you to find your purpose. And number three, keep your eyes on the promise. 2020 has been an unexpected time, and you may have just gotten a little distracted. Can we get vulnerable for a minute? How many of you have found yourself since March when we went on quarantine and shutdown that you got a little bit distracted? Come on, y'all lying. I got distracted. Uh, you may even feel like Mary being this unexpected person. But God is wanting you to settle into your purpose and do the thing that he's called you to do, that he created you to do. And guess what happens when you do that? You're going to be fulfilled. No longer are you going to run to the bottle. No longer are you going to run to another man or another woman. No longer are you going to run to friends that might stab you in the back. No longer are you going to be looking at a job to be your source. God will be become your source and you will also bring him glory. So push back the distractions and get focused. And I'm here to promise you that your purpose lived out will not be easy. But I can promise you it'll be worth it. There's going to be painful moments, confusing moments, and yes, unexpected moments where you feel like giving up, but your yes will be rewarded. Look at Galatians 6, 9. So let's not get tired of doing what's good at just the right time. It may not be your time, but it's God's time. And just at the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Your commitment speaks volumes to everyone around you. It's not going to be easy, but it will be worth it. Who's ready to birth something in here? Come on. Listen, you matter. Your purpose is big, and it matters to others. Please do not leave this service the same way you came in. I got a text last Sunday after church from Andrew, and he said, 
God really did something in my life. I'm never going to be the same. Thank you for not giving up on me and loving me. That was the gist of it. You guys, you don't know. Just pouring into somebody's life may be your purpose that can help somebody get their breakthrough. Unexpected, but not surprised. God has you right where he wants you. I want everybody, you can stay seated, but I want you to bow your head and close your eyes because I'm going to do a little experiment, so don't look around. Now leave the lights on for me just a minute. And I want you online to do the same. I want you to bow your head and close your eyes. No distractions. I'm doing an experiment. When I say something that describes you, I want you to lift your hand and keep it in the air. The only rule is you have to be 100% honest. I'm the only one looking. You can, if you're a person that says, you know what? I'm doing the best that I can. I'm trying. I'm showing up to church. That should be everybody's hand. I'm reading my Bible. I'm in community the best that I can. But I have some struggles. Let's be real. Keep them up. I have some struggles, and I'm desperate for the Spirit of God to show up. I feel like I'm the least likely person for God to use. I need breakthrough. I need God to do something. Keep them up. Now open your eyes and look around. Y'all. It's all of us. We are all struggling with something. We're all needing God to show up on something. We all need breakthrough for something. I want the unexpected. And I'm thankful for the unexpected. Because if it's unexpected, you're guaranteed God's going to show up. Altar's going to look a little different today. Because we all need some breakthrough. And um, where you are is going to become your altar. And as they're singing this final song, if you want someone to agree with you, 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 I want you to come and pray with the prayer team. But I want you to go ahead and stand right now. And as you stand, I want you to hold your hands, both of them, like this. And I want you to imagine for a minute that the struggles that you've been dealing with that you can't shake are in your hand. The struggles that keep you up at night are right there in your hand. Look at them. Imagine them. The struggles that people are saying you can't ever shake that one are right there. Whatever it is that you want breakthrough, it's sitting right there. And can I tell you, I want you, if you can't believe that God can take it and heal it and deliver it, I do. So I want you to ride on my belief for you to get that breakthrough today. So let's pray. Father, I, you see the hands with every struggle. You know the struggles.
they've confessed them to you today. And Lord, I believe that if they'll just give it to you, you'll take it. I ask that you bless your people today. They are doing the best that they can. They're trying to do, be the Christian that you called them to be. Today, God, with these struggles, we're asking for freedom. We hope you enjoyed this message on the My Big Church podcast. We thank everyone who has given to support this ministry. To find out more about how to support financially or more about Big Church, you may visit our website, mybigchurch.com. If you live in the Louisville, Kentucky area and don't have a church home, we would love to have you as our guest at Big Church. We are located at 7209 Faganbush Lane in Louisville, and we have worship services at 945 and 1130 every Sunday. Thank you again for listening to the My Big Church podcast.